This week, we're covering the creepypasta of Kaladin 21. Welcome to the Ghastly Gals. I'm Justina. I'm Alyssa. And this week, I just told you <laughs> we're doing a creepypasta. so weird (laughs) so this week we are only or should i say for the next three weeks we're only going to be doing one episode a week because as i said in the last episode or maybe i didn't we haven't recorded in what like two three weeks yeah and before that it was a while yeah so i am in massachusetts for another like two two and a half weeks but Probably around the first week of September, we'll be back to, like, our True Crime Tuesdays and our Supernatural Thursdays. So, for now, if you have any suggestions for us, throw them at us. We're recording in person again, which is super nice. So, I hope... No, it's actually really awkward. (laughs) It is pretty awkward. We don't know how to, like, act around each other. But I guess it'd just be like that. (laughs) We're like, this is awkward, awkward silence. (laughs) Can you pass me my coffee? <laughs> Alyssa is going to be doing the creepy pasta of Kaladin twenty one this week, which I really don't know anything about. So. Yeah, it's kind of a long one. My research is like literally like twenty pages. Well, so uh, what did I used to say? Sit down, grab a blanket, and get ready to be. I guess not scared, but like creeped out by her twenty pages of research. <laughs> okay, so Kaladin. Local 21. It's actually, another name for it is 1999. I don't know why they call it both, but the creepypasta was written by Camden Lamont, I think. Yeah, Camden Lamont on November 14th, 2009. Cam- I, I keep almost saying Cameron. Camden wrote it for his blog, Slack Lelaine. That was the name of his blog? Yeah. Slack Lelaine? Yeah. Okay. And it continues to update until April 2011. It tells the story of a young man's investigation of a TV channel he watched growing up. The more he digs, the more disturbing things become. Elliot's the boy's name in 1999 was quite a year for him, so much that it sticks out. And actually, when I was looking through all of this, you can still email the creator of this because obviously when you go yeah and talk about other people's work like you have to ask them hey is it okay if i like do this blah 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 are we supposed to do that well no i'm just saying some people (laughs) like i've watched people on youtube read Mm -hmm. about this and the authors reached out to them and been like hey this is like my story, but they also don't give them credit. Mm. So I think okay. that's more what it is because they just really talk about the creepypasta itself. So this is like another creepy TV show from the past creepypasta? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Pretty much. It It's hard to explain. But the blog starts off as, quote, the year is 1999. That sentence brings me back to my senior kindergarten class. <laughs> Which is <laughs> weird, but okay. <laughs> when I was five years old. Uh, the year 1999 exists as a stain in my mind. However, as a memory that will not go away no matter how 
I try to forget it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she is robot. <laughs> 1999 marked the year I lost my first tooth, my first time on a plane, and unfortunately, the early loss of my childhood innocence, which... At five? (laughs) (laughs) For this boy, yes. Okay. That one memory that refuses to be wiped, it all started with that new or old TV. At that time, Pokemon was the latest fad to to hit the school. The latest fad? (laughs) <laughs> yeah what have you never heard term. the word fad before yeah it's like when something's like popular and like new I mean, and fresh that's like a boomer term <laughs> <laughs> okay well then i guess i'm a boomer um yeah i've never heard that term before but pokemon cards games stickers and the most popular the tv show so of course every time i came home from school i would stay glued to the tv until pokemon came on at five dude what is he jeff yes um the only problem was that my dad watches the news at 5 30 and pokemon episodes were back to back which meant (laughs) so a real dilemma yes which meant i had to miss an episode every day something i whined on and on about my dad got tired of hearing me complain every day that must be why he went and bought another tv when I picture a TV, I'm thinking, especially because he wants to watch Pokemon, mm-hmm. for some reason, because I don't even think we've ever had these TVs, like, those really small, old, like, colorful TVs. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm they picturing... They kind of remind me of, like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Um, no. I mean, like, I'm picturing a tiny little flat screen, but obviously in, what, 99? No, it's like the box TVs, but instead of it being, like, a normal color, mm-hmm. it would be, I don't know, the one I'm picturing in my head has, like, a ladybug print around it. I think I know, you know what, what you're talking about. about? And yeah. has the antennas at the top. There's a TV like that in The Sims, if you were wondering. <laughs> So, yes, I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. My dad put the TV he bought in my room. Unfortunately, it was just an old, small boob tube. (laughs) A boob tube? Hey, Siri, (laughs) what's the meaning of boob tube? Boob tube is an informal term. It means television or a television set. Who the fuck looked at a TV? (laughs) It was like, you know what we should call this? A boob tube. (laughs) Well, thank you, Siri. Wait, no, don't answer that. Shh. That was amazing. With rabbit ears, even. Oh, I was right about the rabbit mm-hmm. ears. It also only had 20 channels available, not including the channel Pokemon. It was on. <laughs> so Wait, so it didn't even have Pokemon in the deck? Basically, just told them to get bent. <laughs> oh, my YouTube TV's stuff completed. doesn't have Pokemon on it. Why does that sound like our parents? Because <laughs> it would be. <laughs> I recall I didn't care, though. I was just thrilled that I had my own TV in my room. (laughs) But the purpose was for Pokemon. But okay. Okay. After surfing through the channels, I came to the conclusion that only Channel 2 TVO Kids was worth watching, so I watched that for a while. It wasn't for another few months until I discovered Channel 21. 
One day in April, I was flipping through the channels trying to see Pokemon was on. <laughs> Pokemon is not on. <laughs> He's like, maybe they Give changed up. channels and no one told me. <laughs> this kid's like desperate to watch Pokemon, but he's like, if I complain about the months. TV, my dad's going to beat my ass. Dude, it's been months. His friends are like, so have you watched Pokemon yet? And he's like, oh, no, guys, my TV still doesn't have it. I've been checking every day. <laughs> I pressed channel 21 into the remote, hoping there were more channels, but to my delight, there was. My dad was surprised too, but he let me watch it because it seemed to have kids' programs on. The channels was called Caledon Local 21, and later I found out it was indeed broadcasted in the town of Caledon, Ontario, a a town very close to my city. So they're Canadian, eh? Yeah. Maybe nice. that's why they're using weird terms. No yeah. offense to Canadians, but they have. They if you're have, a Canadian, like, I don't know. They just do you, you call suck. TVs boob tubes? <laughs> I need to know. They just have different terms. Like I feel yeah. like I don't know. The shows I saw in Caledon Local Twenty One looked poorly made, and I never understood what was going on in them half the time. <laughs> this okay, is but- trash. <laughs> <laughs> why are you watching it then if you don't understand? I mean, what's I happening? guess if you're bored as hell, I've seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs probably over That's a thousand a times. Good movie because our dad didn't have cable, and we only had a handful of movies on DVD. No, a handful of movies that we wanted to watch. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to watch Devil's Rejects going to sleep. Or the stupid, remember that puppet movie Trin was obsessed with? Puppet movie? It was, like, it was that time Dad moved, like, the top half of the bunk bed into the living room for me to sleep on. And it was those movies where the puppets would come alive and, like, kill people. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) No, what the hell was he letting Trin watch? He let Trin watch, he bought those because you wanted to watch them. Well, we used to watch Gremlins a lot, and I remember Don't Mess With the Zohan was also a pretty popular movie. Yeah, she loved that. So racist. (laughs) (laughs) Movie is not. (laughs) Lol. However, as I grew up, every time I thought of that channel, I realized more and more how messed up the shows were, and I had to ask myself, what the fuck was I watching? (laughs) I want to know, too. The following is a list of shows and episodes I remember seeing on Caledon 21. However, I remember such detail even disturbs me, but I guess things like this stand out in your mind for a while. The chant as a no, why can't I speak? The channel only ran for a few shows, probably because it was only operational between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. Well, that's sketchy. Yeah, and you'll it's it makes sense why in a minute, but. One of the shows is called Mr. Bear's Cellar, which... Horrifying, <laughs> first off. Would, like, my first thought is that sounds terrifying. I would not let my kids watch that. So, this episode is episode 12. Don't know why mm-hmm. he knows this, but he does. Very sketchy name if you were to look at it nowadays, you think. But the show featured a guy wearing a bear mascot costume Mm -mm. who would get a new visitor into a cellar every day. A visitor, you say? It was always a kid. So he's kidnapping children on TV is what you're telling me right now? (sighs) Kind of. No, what do you mean kind (laughs) of? Like, if this bear Uh, is... Okay. You'll find out later. All right. The show was filmed with a camcorder... Even more sketch. I, I was going to say, what are these freaky ass home <laughs> videos, dude? Yes, like, they are. 
And not a very good one either. The double burn. <laughs> I can't with this creepy pasta. He's like, yeah, Mr. Bear had all these visitors, all these kids at his house late at night. And by the way, the quality sucked. <laughs> Dumb camcorder. He's like, their camcorder was trash. <laughs> the police asked me a lot of questions about the show. This episode started with Mr. Bear sitting at a table playing checkers by himself. He sat there playing for a bit until there was a knock on the door. The camera was then looking up at the stairs, and there was another knock. Mr. Bear climbed the stairs and opened the door to reveal two young children. One was a boy about my age, and the other was a girl who looked about eight. Mr. Bear danced in delight and then started talking to the kids. I couldn't hear any of them that well, I remember. Mr. Bear then led the kids into the cellar, which was quite dark, only lit by a small oil lamp on the table. (laughs) Okay, these sound like dark web, like, creepy videos. Right? I can't really remember that much more, except him singing a song, which I couldn't hear too well either, probably because of that large bear mask. The episode ended with them playing hide-and-seek and the kids hiding in a closet and Mr. Bear counting. And then another show on this channel was called Soup and Spoon. Continue. I don't I don't think this is even a show. I think it was more of a special movie thing. All I know is I stopped watching Caledon Local 21 for a while because I thought this show was too stupid, especially since Pokemon now came on at 4:30 mm. and 5. So he's like, hear that, dad? I don't need your trash TV anymore. (laughs) But the show basically showed a can of soup and a spoon, both (laughs) attached to strings, swinging back and forth as if someone was holding them and dangling them in front of the camera. But the show was shot in a basement, which looked just like the one used in Mr. Bear's cella. Cella. How Boston, Boston. are you? <laughs> right in his cella. It was just right there, kid. Right in his fucking cella. <laughs> what do you sound like? But the only thing was about a half hour and just included stuff that Elliot found stupid and like the spoon chasing the soup and trying to eat him. The ending showed a table with about seven kids sitting around it, each with a bowl of soup in front of them. They were sitting, looking at the camera, but with confused, almost frightened faces. The cameraman then held the can of soup in front of the kids and said, (laughs) Spoons ready? And then it just stopped. Ew, what was in this uh, soup is my question. That's got all these kids so freaked out. I didn't even think about that. Well, I don't think they're freaked out about the soup. I think they're freaked out about (laughs) the man. All these kids hate soup. (laughs) They're like, "Ah, soup. (laughs) Okay. So as I read through this more, we're going to hear more shows, but these were just the first two shows introduced. So, Elliot goes on to explain that he hadn't watched Channel 21 for a while, and then one day he slipped over his friend's house and decided to check it out again. Because his friend has got had gotten a TV for his sixth birthday, so they stayed up late in his room and watched TV. And that's when he remembered Channel 21 and brought it up to his friend, and they decided to see if it was on, and to their surprise it was. 
Why? You're telling me he described all of this to his friend and his friend was like, that sounds I don't, amazing. I don't think he described the shows. I'm sure he was just like, oh, I watch this channel at the TV, on the TV in my room. Like, do you want to see He's like, there's rusty spoons. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you wanted to see. So now we're going to talk about another Mr. Bear Cellar episode. And this episode... Elliot says was very entertaining for him and his friends <laughs> because okay. mainly it had swearing in it. Oh, and he, he says that now that he thinks back after watching it, realizes that something was definitely wrong when it was filmed. Mm-hmm. The episode started with the camera on its side while it was facing Mr. Bear, who was walking upstairs to the cellar door. The camera then blacked out for a second before fading in, back upright, and facing Mr. Bear. There was also another kid talking to him, but this kid looked about 11 or 12. He was talking to Mr. Bear for a while, but I couldn't hear well, again, with the crappy camcorder. Get fucking bent, Mr. Bear. Ow, right? Upgrade your equipment, bro. Until the kid started raising his voice. The kid was saying how it was late and his sister had to go home. You could also hear more voices in the background. I remember Mr. Bear clearly saying, quote, get the fuck out, you're not invited. To who, the boy? To the boy. Because okay. the boy went to go get a sister. Oh, Mr. Bear's like, this is for females only. Yeah. I remember my friend and I looking at each other and laughing at the mention of the forbidden F word, Bryson. <laughs> Literally. Look at the fucking face. <laughs> But the episode got weirder. The kid began climbing down the stairs before turning around and saying how he was going to call the police. Mm. Mr. Bear began breaking into a run towards the kid, who started Mm. screaming and running as well. (laughs) The camera then cut out, and that was the end of the episode. The channel then turned to static shortly after. Dude. So what, was he, like, live broadcasting it? So all of these were live. Oh, well, that I did not realize. That's fucking scary. Yeah. So, Elliot says that he didn't want to watch Channel 21 after that. Don't blame him. Obviously. Like, as any sane person. But after a couple months, he grew more curious to see Mr. Bear's cellar for some reason. Probably, honestly, though, if I saw something like that, I'd be like, well, what's happening now? But he's also still young. Yeah. So, I don't... How old like, is I he? Like, I kind of understand. Probably? Like, at around He's like point? a little kid. But he's older than five, right? Yeah, I think he's like, like, yeah, he's like six, seven, whatever. Okay. So when Elliot turned onto Channel 21, it was another Mr. Bear Sellers episode. And this episode had been playing the entire month of August, and it was studied a lot by the police later. The entire episode was just Mr. Bear sitting in a chair talking to the audience. Quote, hello, kids. Do you want to visit my cellar? If no. you do, please write me a letter at this address. End quote. Dude, he gave his address? Yeah. Okay. The screen then switched to a white screen with multicolored letters reading the address, and that was what remained for the rest of the episode. And it repeated for five hours every day until September. So, you, like, for you, a you good th- month. You think he had to pay... To get all of these episodes on TV, like Mr. Bear? I don't know. Or do you think he, like, hacked the channels? Well, it was a local channel, so... Maybe I'm thinking about it too, like... 
Realistically. Yeah. But guess what? Elliot sent a letter to Mr. Bear. <laughs> because I that's what why. you want to do after seeing all of these horrifying videos. Like, I'd get it if sketchy crap didn't happen, but... If the- it just seems like a fun kid show, but yeah, it's like, nah, but, dude. No. But he sent Mr. Bear, he goes, or that sick bastard who portrayed him a letter. Mm-hmm. And he said he did it mostly out of curiosity. Curiosity. And his dad was okay with it because he thought it was a legit kid show, obviously. Oh I'm assuming God. he wouldn't let his son do that unless... Dad has very clearly never seen an episode of this show. Yeah. But Elliot wrote a letter saying that he just wanted to meet Mr. Bear. So his dad sent the letter to the address. And it took about a week to get a response. And he was even surprised that he did get a response. I still have the letter I received on August 15th, 1999. The letter read, quote, because I literally hate this letter. Dear Elliot, thank you ever so much for your letter. I would love to have you in my cellar. We play games, watch movies, and go fire camping in the middle of the woods, which foreshadowing for later. Come to my house at, and then like it doesn't say the address, but... Mm -hmm. Caledon, Ontario, Canada. I look very forward to having fun with you. Love, Mr. Bear. And Elliot says that he can't believe that his dad never found that sketchy, but his dad took him to Mr. Bear's house. His dad was like, nah, this sounds great. Free babysitter? Say less. (laughs) And when... So, when Elliot's dad brought him to Mr. Bear's house. When they showed up, the house was on the outskirts of the town, and it was, like, in, like, a farmland area. Okay. So it was very spaced out. There's not a lot of people there. hmm And it looked like an old farmhouse that looked to be built, like, wicked long ago. But the windows were all boarded up, and the house looked like it was in a state of uh, disrepair. And... As they were walking to the house, he says he remembers his dad looking at the address over and over again and be like, is this really the place? Yeah, because you'd think his dad would have been like, okay, little Elliot, I don't think we're going to go here today. Yeah, and they knocked on the door, and the door opened, and obviously they expected to see Mr. Bear, but it was a police officer. And the officer began talking to Elliot's dad, and then... Elliot asked the officer if this was Mr. Bear's house. The officer's face cringed slightly and he muttered, oh God, or something like that. He started talking quietly to Elliot's dad, so Elliot couldn't really hear. Mm -hmm. But Elliot's dad was like, okay, we need to get the fuck out of here, like get in the car. (laughs) And they just went home. And his dad was quiet the whole way home. And Elliot knew, obviously, that something something was up. My dad never told me what had happened for a while. I forgot about it anyway, too. Channel 21 no longer came on, mm-hmm. and when I was asked about it, my dad would not a- acknowledge its existence. I think when I I was about 13 is when I learned the truth. I remember Channel 21 one day, and I asked my dad about it. I guess he finally decided I should hear the truth. Caledon Local 21 was a local TV channel that ran from October 1997 to August 1999. 
in the Peel region of Ontario. The entire channel was made from a house in Caledon, which Mr. Bear's house, mm-hmm. and run by a man who was not really known by anyone in the town. The channel was only available to older TVs because the signal was one only picked up by rabbit ears, which mm. are a weaker frequency. Probably because it's a shitty camcorder. <laughs> Literally? The man created all the shows on the channel, all of which were kids' shows. He was Mr. Bear, and he was the mysterious cameraman. The real reason he created the channel was more disturbing than what was originally thought. As you might have already guessed, he kidnapped kids and held them in his cellar. Mm -hmm. But while most people thought he was a serial child molester, he really wanted to use the kids for another purpose. Oh, good. The day I arrived, the man that had... The man had fled his house the night before. The day before the police went in for their investigation, I wasn't the only one who was watching. Mm. Yeah. So, it kind of sucks that he dipped literally the day before. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure they, like, never caught him either. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Um, People were emailing Elliot... And, or the writer, whatever, mm-hmm. this is the creepypasta, obviously. Yeah. And a question was asked, like, who else watched Kaladin 21? Mm-hmm. And someone brought up shows that Elliot had never heard of. The first one was The Fallen Angel and Life. And this person described it as a fairly boring show about a guy rambling on and on in front of the camera about he how he must... Please, Satan, and appease him before it is too late. Okay, me. And the other one is Paint with the Soul. And, like, two users were discussing the show. Yeah. And they described it as Blair Witch-like, and it consisted Mm. of the cameraman wandering around the forest at night doing nothing particularly interesting. And... Um... A lot of people asked, what did Mr. Bear do to the children? And he said, this is by far the most common question I've been asked. I found this out in October as well via my dad's friend, who is a retired Caledon regional officer. Apparently, the man playing Mr. Bear took the kids out of the house and into the forest nearby. What he did there, police are not exactly sure how it happened, but 16 charred bodies of children between the ages of 4 to 13 were found in a 15 by 15 foot ditch deep within the forest. My dad's friend did not want to go into the exact details, but I'm seeing with him next Thursday anyways, so maybe I can extort more information from him then. So that's why I said foreshadowing when he Mm -hmm. said they liked fires. (laughs) Elliot found some answers from the father of a kid that he used to babysit. And... He used to live outside the woods of Caledon and witness the owner's activities in the woods. When wait, 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 wait. So Mr. Bear is out here charring up children. <laughs> and this neighbor is like, like well, that ain't my business. <laughs> Dude, wait, what is that? Crap, now I'm thinking of a meme. All I think of is the TikTok. Dun, 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 dun. Mind your business. <laughs> 
So he lived in a small bungalow outside the woods, and he would often venture in to smoke a joint of marijuana or two before returning to his work as a wood craftsman. Bro, he lived in a a bungalow? (laughs) Being a woods craftsman? (laughs) Oh, God. So... The man described that sometimes he would hear voices of children coming from deeper within the woods, as well as a glowing light off in the distance. And he apparently became annoyed by this happening every once in a while and actually (laughs) went to investigate once. Then he described that the whole scene looked like there... Okay. There was a group of kids, he said, about 13 to 17. And the their ages were 5 to 12, gathered around a large fire pit with a burning fire, obviously. Mm-hmm. With them was a single adult. Okay, but let's be real. If there's that many kids and one man, book it, bro. He can't get I all know. of you. But especially kids that young, though, that would be very scary. Yeah. When the neighbor went to go up, to Mr. Bear, obviously, is mm-hmm. the man. Um, nothing, his unusual, unkept appearance of a crack addict, as well as his constant twitching. He called him a crackhead? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and asked what he was doing out in the forest with children. <laughs> I mean, he's like just, a normal, he's like, like, question. This man is out there smoking some marijuana and sees... All these children with one man that looks like he's on crack. And he's like, so, uh, what are you doing now? Doesn't call the police. He's just like, so. So the man said that they were on a camping trip, something they did frequently. And the neighbor did not suspect anything. Because Kaladin has one of the lowest crime rates in Canada. And simply left it at that and told them to be quieter. I would not. I'd be so sketch if I saw that. Wouldn't I don't care if there's a low be, crime like, rate. Freaked out, anyways. Like, don't you think the kids like would have given some sort of like? Dude, they would have looked terrified if camping my ass, bro. So was he just like murdering them, or was he like sacrificing them to like Satan? Or, I'm assuming like- it had to be like a satanic thing. Okay, but. That then the neighbor told Elliot that they never became quieter. In fact, sometimes he heard loud chanting from the children in an unknown language. Oh, okay. So definitely. Yeah, definitely say Yeah. Okay. And he didn't bother meeting with the man again as he was moving anyways. Why don't you call the police, bro? Like, (laughs) yo, I think there's a cult in the woods next to my bungalow. He said that he heard the man was moving to Pickering by several other residents in that area. So, basically what he found out from this man was that the ma- Mr. Bear would take the kids into the woods regularly for camping, quotes. Mm-hmm. The fire pit that he described may be the hole the bodies of the children were found in. The children who the man saw were probably the ones found dead. Yeah. And the man moved to a city called Pickering, which is supposed to be a smaller city in the east of Toronto. And 
then Elliot describes talking to his dad's friend, who was a retired cop. So he obviously knows a lot about this. And he asked if the police had any information on the man who ran Caledon Local 21, and he replied that they had only some leads for a few years, but never found a suspect. Mm-hmm. And the Peel Region Police do have some of the tapes found in the house of where, obviously, mm-hmm. Caledon was filmed and stuff. But he took him over to the police station so he could watch a few of the tapes. And... I feel like you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, me either. He's like, well, we're friends. Don't worry. I yeah, and the the, fr- the dad's friend said he felt it was wrong that his dad went so long without telling him so much. So, the dad knew. Yeah, all this, like, like shit. Yeah. But he took him to the police station, and he watched a couple of the tapes. And he was obviously wasn't allowed to take them home with him, so he yeah. had to watch them there. But the first episode he watched was Paint with the Soul. So before he had never watched these and he heard about it from the other yeah, from people. the like message board or whatever. Yes. So Paint with the Soul, episode ten. Garbage thrown away. That's the name of the episode. Paint with the Soul was one of the shows, like I said, that were talked about on the message board. And it was broadcasted between, because the show, remember, like, he started watching this in 1999. This show was broadcasted from December 5th, 1997, and January 1998. So it was pretty much right around before he started watching the channel. So exactly like the people described, the episode opened with the cameraman wandering around in a forest. And it appeared to be during the evening as it seemed to be the sun was setting. The cameraman walked along a path until he got to an area where there was a lot of garbage lying in the leaves. The cameraman looked around at the various wrappers, bottles, bags, and boxes, making sure each item got a few seconds of screen time. Which, ew. The camera then focused on a single area before the man spoke. I recall he spoke in a very timid, quiet voice. I swear I've heard it somewhere else before, like on another Caledon Local 21 Mm -hmm. show. I could barely hear what he was saying, but he mainly talked about how humans are garbage or something that had to do with saving ourselves by cleaning up the garbage, which, humans. It actually sounded really stupid, but still a feeling of dread came over me. I mean, that forest is possibly where those bodies are found, right? Is that what he meant by, like, cleaning up the trash? hmm He's like, children suck! <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> but... God. The next tape that Elliot watched was another Mr. Bear Stellar episode. So, when the police brought this tape in, Elliot was like, shit, bro. And, because he obviously watched a lot of Mr. Yeah. Bear Stellar. And... He talked about the letter and the previous episodes to the police officers that were there. Mm-hmm. And the episode began with Mr. Bear waddling over to his cellar door with a bottle of orange juice in his paws. On the ground were 16 shot 
glasses as well as a small bottle that contained an unknown liquid. I mean, it was piss. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. Mr. Bear poured an equal amount of orange juice into each glass before opening the smaller bottle and depositing one drop into the glasses. Mr. Bear then went off camera where there were minor sounds such as shuffling. Sorry, I can't speak today for some reason. And then Mr. Bear emerged from behind the camera's location. Following him were 16 children. Where the fuck is he getting all these kids? Like, where where are... Probably, like, I want to be on the show. But, like, why would you want to be on that show? Are there, like, missing children in the area? Like, (laughs) (laughs) low crime rate, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Some looked as young as four, while others looked like they were practically teenagers. As the children entered, the administrator commented that this was the only episode that showed all 16 victims. The kids all looked rather content, except for this one who had a visible bruise on his face. And unlike the other kids, he had far more fearful expression. I bet the other ones were all brainwashed. Probably. Or they were probably there so long, they were just Yeah, you get, like, the... I forget what it's called. Like, when you start to, like, love your captor or whatever. Stockholm Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. He also looked about 11 or 12, was caused me to recognize him. He was the kid who had asked about his sister and subsequently met an unknown fate at the end of episode 23. <laughs> they beat the shit out of him. That's what they did. Yeah, they obviously. were like, you're not getting your sister back. <laughs> when I told the administrator this, he confirmed it was the same kid. He was also featured in episode 24, an episode that only aired once at 3 o'clock in July 1999, and the police had still not found the tape for that. Mr. Bear then broke into song, singing about citrus fruits and how good vitamin C, how, yeah, how good vitamin C was for you. I mean, it's not wrong. Vitamin C is very good for you. <laughs> the kids all drank their juice. The one from episode... juice. <laughs> they all drank their juice. <laughs> I told you I can't talk today. Um, the one from episode 23, doing it rather reluctantly, and the episode ended. After viewing the tapes in possession of the police station, Elliot was satisfied, but only temporarily. And he still wanted to know the full story. I'd be pretty curious, too. I'm yeah. not going to lie. But the police just kept giving me the same crap about the creator of Caledon Local 21 being a fetishist pedophile as, as well as an apparent cultist. And a murderer? Like, Hello? <laughs> They're just going to leave out the murder part? Yes. The charred okay. children. The ch- Jesus Christ. So, out of curiosity, Elliot went to Mr. Bear's house. Which Elliot went to, like, the old location? Yeah. So, okay. it was turned into a daycare before, but now it had a for sale sign out. Bruh, somebody really deadass thought that was an ideal location to put a daycare? Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, he went to the house, and obviously memories got brought up about the whole show. Mm-hmm. And... Elliot talks about how he had a feeling of dread come upon him, like what happened to the children. And he walked up the steps to the front door and peered through the window. And inside, he could see a nearly empty hallway with a few boxes at the end. 
and at the end of the hallway to the right was an open doorway presumably leading to the kitchen and to the left were two doors both apparently leading to the rooms visible through the windows outside and he wondered where the cellar entrance was located and whether it had been sealed up which i'm hoping it was and he walked to the back of the house and found his answer. Two wooden doors lying at an almost flat angle and were padlocked shut. This had led to the cellar. Ugh. Not wanting to hang around, he left. No, dude, he should have gone into the cellar. Definitely should have gone into the cellar. <laughs> like, I know that's how you get murdered, but I'm just saying. And arrested for trespassing. Listen, they can't arrest you if they don't know you're there. You got a point there. <laughs> so behind the house, it, there was an empty field and it continued on until it reached a dense forest that lined at the horizon. Mm -hmm. And Elia wondered if the forest back there was where the bodies were found, which I'm assuming so. Yeah, obviously, Elliot, you idiot. <laughs> so it was like, I wonder. I'm like, like no, we took them Put to the a different together. Woods. <laughs> He's like, no, he took them to a forest 30 minutes away. <laughs> Packed them in the car like clowns. So. Just <laughs> <laughs> picturing this guy in like his bear costume and he's like, come on, my children. As they're all like, he's like, yelling. you need to appease Satan. They're like yelling in Satan and like in Satan and Latin. <laughs> yelling in, in the good language of Satan and they're all just packing into the clown like a bunch of cars. <laughs> into the car like a bunch of clowns. Neither one of us can talk. I do this thing where I flip-flop my words all the time and I don't realize it until somebody says something to me because I didn't realize I messed that up until she started laughing. Dude, no, I literally was saying how stupid I was at work earlier, <laughs> and then I want to get a tattoo that, because I said there should be a disclaimer whenever someone talks to me, that flashes is like, this person's an idiot. <laughs> Smooth brain. <laughs> so, Elliot went, fuck it, and went towards the fields, and walked through the forest, and it was oddly quiet, he says. I'm that's when you want to get the fuck out of the forest. If you're walking by through yourself? a forest, like, if you're walking through an empty forest alone and it's eerily quiet, you want to get back in your car and you want to go home. I don't even like walking through the Target parking lot. Dude, I don't even like sitting on our back porch at night by myself. I'm like, damn, this shit kind of scary. sketchy. You it's never know scary. someone could walk up those porch steps and stab me, bro. I know. I was listening to Sinisterhood the other night, like, when you and Trent weren't home and I'm, I kept pausing it every few minutes because I thought I heard somebody so walking sketch. up the stairs. Yeah. And then only, like, freaks me out, bro. He's like, nah! At the bottom of the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> exactly. That's the noise my dog makes. <laughs> he doesn't bark. He goes, nah! <laughs> <laughs> It'd be better than his... <laughs> <laughs> so much rather their dog has like this high pitch like ah, he ah, sounds ah. like a bitch bro I'm like and so much rather he like scream instead of what, yipping <laughs> so Elliot went through the woods cautiously mm. and not really caring about the fact that he had no idea where he was going 
Let me guess, is the sun, like, also starting to set? Because I feel like that would fit the mood. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But Elliot says he doesn't know how to explain it, but felt like there was something he had to find. That's when you leave. You don't need to find anything. You know what that kind of reminds me of? Have you ever seen that video where this dude's walking through the woods and there's a bunch of missing people, um, papers, like, stapled to a bunch of trees and there's, like, tarps and stuff? I have to show it to you. the Akiokahara forest. Why? (laughs) Because that seems like something they would do. Post up all the pictures of all the people who have wandered into the forest and not come back out. Because sometimes they don't find the bodies, bro. No. No, you'll... (sighs) I'll show you I'll watch this this video, yeah. Because you'll know what I'm talking about after, and you'll be like, what the fuck is this? But... When he was walking through the woods, they he could see some small houses in the distance, and that dude, that neighbor, yep. he thought of him the and wondered if guy. one of the homes had belonged to him. And he neared a small clearing, and he could see three adequately sized logs gather, gathered. I can't speak. Gathered around a black charred area, showing a small fire had been lit there recently. Recently. And then heard, hey, get the fuck out of our fort. (laughs) Okay. Elliot says, those words nearly gave me a heart attack. I turned to my left and saw two dark clothed people running towards me. (laughs) Dude, they're probably like cultists. My initial thought was to run. However, as I came closer, I saw that they were really just kids in their early teens, possibly 13 or 14, maybe even 12. As they approached me, they realized my size as well. I'm 6'1", and they could have been no bigger than 5'8". We said, get the fuck out. <laughs> okay. Like, what is up with these children? ass adult. Get the, sh- like, get the fuck out of my fort. Um, he said the larger one who was wearing a slipknot shirt said half-heartedly. Oh, God. And Elliot just kind of stood there and was like, no thanks. But the shorter one, who, if in case you want to know, is wearing a Metallica shirt. Okay, why they always got to be like goth? Like, why can't they be wearing like a <laughs> Bro, Sailor wearing Moon black T-shirt? Lo- they're wearing black cloaks, Jazita. Yeah, but so it's like they can't be wearing like a Sailor Moon or like a Naruto shirt under there, or even like a flower shirt. It's like why they or always, a Pokemon one? Why they always got to be like the metal, like all oh, those damn well, emo goth kids? Listen, the dude in the Metallica shirt swung out a butterfly knife and held it in Elliot's direction. Who gave this twelve-year-old <laughs> a butterfly knife and why? Oh my god. Okay, continue. And. Elliot said, no, you wouldn't want to. <laughs> and He's like, out- you, don't, you don't want none of this. <laughs> and pulled out his cell phone. Dude, it reminds me of um <laughs> the Dewey Cox movie where Dewey goes into... Have you seen that? Walk Hard? So. It has... um I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, the other brother and stepbrothers, uh, not oh. Will Ferrell. I can't, yeah, yeah. And he's in it, and he walks into the bathroom. And remember the principal from Mean Girls? Yeah, he's in the movie. And Dewey walks into the bathroom, and I can't remember the character's name. And they're all like smoking weed, and he's like, "Oh no, Dewey, get out of here! You don't want none of this." And Dewey's like, "Well, what is it?" And he's like, "No, Dewey, get on, get out of here! You don't want none of this." 
<laughs> if anybody has seen Walk Hard, please email me so I don't seem insane because that movie is hilarious. I don't know why, but when I think about this, this has, they're literally not even similar, but my mind goes to the, have you ever watched American Psycho? Yeah. Okay. It's that part <laughs> oh, God. where he's like having a threesome and then the girl starts running and he starts chasing after her while he's naked and he puts on his sneakers and he has a chainsaw. <laughs> how how does this relate at because all? Because in my mind, he's sitting there like, you don't want none of this. And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> she's like, you're right. I don't. You gotta go. So, I don't know why it makes me think of that. That's so funny. But the kids put the knife away and the one who pulled out the knife was... Like, look, dude, we don't like people in our fort, so can you just go? Well, how about he didn't pull a knife? Like, why didn't you just say that knife because someone's like near your fort, bro? Just so you know they're edgy. Maybe if someone like came near my bag of chips. (laughs) When someone eats my leftover Chipotle. (laughs) (laughs) Um So Elliot ended up leaving he was like fine whatever and asked the kids i don't know why you would ask kids this did did either of you hear of a guy who murdered a bunch of kids in these woods about 13 years ago oh my god i definitely would have said that to those little shits like after they pulled a knife (laughs) on me i'd be like oh by the way did you hear about all those grisly fucking murders of kids (laughs) your age like 10 years ago (laughs) i'd definitely say that scare the shit out of them i'd be like don't pull a knife on me but the kids answered, yeah, everyone knows about that guy. Yeah, you idiot. He still lives around here in the storm drain. My big brother's friend says that he saw him in a bear costume once wandering around the forest at night. This isn't Pennywise, bitch, I first was just of all. gonna say, and now you got me thinking of uh, Freddy for Five Nights at Freddy's. So I'm picturing, like, Five Nights at Freddy's, oh that bear in the storm drain, like, Pennywise. T. My instincts told me that this is probably a lie, and the owner of Caledon Local 21 is probably long gone, only existing as folklore in the smaller, isolated community. However, as a human... (laughs) I don't know if you guys heard that. Well, I just swear I heard my kid go, Yeah! From downstairs. Oh my god. But Aaliyah decided that... He wanted to know. He said, where's the storm drain? And the kids looked at him for a minute, probably because they were like, why the fuck do you want to know where the storm drain is? (laughs) He's like, I want to make sure you're not lying. (laughs) But he's like, you're not from around here, are you? Why did you even come here? And Elliot was kind of thrown off by his question. However... Elliot explained why he was there, just in case people mistook his intentions, and the two kids took him to the storm drain. That's a very weird situation that these kids are in right now. Okay, but they're also just weird in general. <laughs> but they left the- Elliot left the kids at their fort, but this is basically what the kids- told Elliot in detail. First, the storm drain lies ahead of the kids' fort, the same direction that Elliot was heading in. Two, the the drain ends at the small river, where excess water is drained out, 
near there is a small playground, and the kids told me people really use it. And third, the man supposedly lives in the large pipe that rainwater drains out of. People have seen him, although always either wearing a bear mask or the mask of a full-body bear costume. Yeah, it's very weird to me that if you're going to wear a bear head, you might as well wear the whole costume. That's why it was, like, weird he's wearing a bear mask. I'm like, bro, if you're going to dress up as a bear, just do the whole body. Spend the extra 20 bucks to get the full costume. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I fucking can't you. I'm just saying it makes more sense financially. You'd probably save money if you bought them all together as a costume instead of just well, buying a weird-ass bear He head. had the whole costume before. Obviously, he was Mr. Bear. He was in a bear costume, like, that whole time? What do you mean the whole time? <laughs> in all the videos, he was, like, in head-to-toe bear costume? Yes, he I was, was literally Bear. Why would he only have a bear head? I don't... That's what I've been picturing, and I'm like, man, this shit sounds so weird. I'm like, why the hell? Like, okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I was picturing like some tall, some like tall, like kind of like husky man with just like a Freddy Fazbear like mask on or like a big like just head. That's what I've been picturing this whole time. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so now that I know that my dreams are shattered. As I said, Elliot <laughs> visited the storm drain and unsurprisingly found nothing. <laughs> It would have been scarier if he had just found him in there and he was like, hey. Or found, like, a bear costume piece in there. Yeah. But the only thing he found was a turtle, by the way. (laughs) Okay, please tell me he brought the turtle home with him. (laughs) And, by the way, it was not a storm drain like they said it was. (laughs) What was it? It was a small pipe, possibly to channel the access water from the marsh. That's why I can't trust dumbass kids. (laughs) Especially that have Slipknot teeth on. <laughs> now, if they were wearing a Naruto or, or a po- Sailor Moon or a Pokemon shirt, you know you can trust those kids. Yes. He- Elliot received an email from, I don't like the name of this email, from the email address returnthebee at hotmail.com. Email. Okay, I'm gonna read this whole email, right? Oh, God. I'm gonna but- swear as hell. I want you to let me know which voice you think this dude has. Do you think it's more like, hello, Elliot, or do you think it's more like, Elliot? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, is it like a creepy email? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it to you. And then just let me know after which what kind Wait, of voice no, you think. Wait, no, because you have to say it in the voice. Go with the first one. Read it to me in the first voice. <laughs> Hello, Elliot. <laughs> what the proper weird? Yes. Dear Elliot, <laughs> and then it goes, my dear dear boy. <laughs> okay, yes, that's definitely the right voice. <laughs> You say this story may or may not be true, but it could happen. There are many slots for airtime. If you have money, you can have a public access TV channel. 
<laughs> us with our podcast. <laughs> Literally. Some public... Oh my god. No. I doubt, like, anyone watched his TV shows, and he went for, like, a couple years. That's so gonna be us. <laughs> It's gonna be like three years from now. We're gonna be like, hey, <laughs> episode like three hundred. <laughs> oh fuck! Where was I? Oh, fuck! Now I gotta get back into the voice. Slots are cheap. Some public access channels show the same airtime, like E W N T. <laughs> TN, I said that wrong. Sorry, dyslexic. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> EWDN, Religious Re- Re- Channel, based out of Michigan. <laughs> what the hell is this guy even talking about right now? I don't know, bro. I'm just reading the email. I don't understand it. That shows <laughs> Catholic. <laughs> that shows Catholic-based programming, but during off-air hours, have independent shows or just blue screen. Cable networks have. I think that's supposed to be empty. <laughs> have empty channels available for rent space. So the scenario of a pedo <laughs> renting a channel on basic TV is not far-fetched at all. However, public access TV is widely reviewed and can be terminated at any time. These are the rules for the United States not Canada, where the story took place. (laughs) So if this happens in the US, the pedo would be dropped and arrested immediately. (laughs) But But in Canada, they say fuck it. He wrote it as E-M-E-D-A-L-T-Y. What? Look at the way he wrote immediately. <laughs> it's towards the bottom. What? E M E D A L T Y. That's me trying to spell immediately. That was literally immediately. <laughs> okay, I need to chill. Yes, the story could happen, but it is unlikely. 100 fuzzy hugs, Mr. Bear. Ew, first off, what the fuck was that letter? Okay. Like, he literally was talking about public as- a- asset, okay. access channels and Catholic channels, and then he started talking about America <laughs> and pedophiles. I'm like, what? Dude, and then me with my accent, like, you guys probably did not understand the thing that just happened. So, basically, he's saying, like, if this is the United States, like, that pedophile would be cut. Like, dumb shit. I don't know. But, like, why? It literally makes no sense. Like, first off, how did how did Mr. Bear get Elliot's you? email? Second off... Well, I don't think it's actually Mr. Bear. I think he's just trying to be a bitch. Is someone just fucking with him? Yeah. Well, then what the hell But I just don't about? understand why you would even email that. Probably because he just wanted to be, like, a dick. And was like, go fuck yourself. I don't believe you. That's literally so weird. Okay. 
Elliot says, obviously this letter is fake and sounds almost corrupted, but still, I would like to thank whoever sent it, though they could use some English lessons. (laughs) I mean... Take them from me. Just reading this letter creeped me out, but because of it, I am now fully full of this new interest to continue my blog. Because everything that I'm reading right now is supposed to be, like, Elliot's blog. But... Elliot's roommate thought that the letter was real and actually seemed more scared than Elliot was, but shrugged it off and basically was the end of it because how would Mr. Bear know all this about public access TV and about when he went to Kaladin and more or less know his email or why he would still be interested? Unless Mr. Bear was watching the whole time. He's been stalking Elliot quietly ever since he showed up at his house that one day. Ever since he sent that letter and he was like, Elliot. Literally? (laughs) Elliot says that he's going to reply to the email. And he says, wow, just looking at the email address, you can tell someone wanted to freak me out. It didn't really work, though. Mm Mm-hmm. But Elliot says that he hopefully can find more about what happened to Mr. Bear because although he doesn't buy the email, a part of him still feels anxious. Elliot comes back for a couple months because on his blog, he doesn't update for a couple months. Mm -hmm. And he says that he has his reasons that he hasn't posted, but that the year has been somewhat traumatic. And he said, some of you were right. I shouldn't have gone back trying to relive the mysteries of my childhood, but I couldn't resist. It has been over a year since my last post and a lot has happened. Let's recap where I'm at right now with regards to the whole Mr. Bear incident. Wait, what year was this? He's posting this Mm -hmm. 2010. Okay. And first, the email user that we just talked about is no longer in use he tried to reply to the email but he got no reply and Mm -hmm. then he tried again a while back and he still didn't get a response and second he moved up to ottawa which is capital of canada for those who don't know for university and hasn't been back to caledon or back home in the peel region for a while And then he had to make a new address because people keep prank mailing him, pretending to be Mr. Bear. And he said, why have I ventured back onto this blog? And it is because the dad's friend, who was an Mm ex-cop, gave him a phone call on October 23rd about a tape that was found in a branch of the Brampton Public Library. And Brampton is Elliot's hometown and he claims he isn't allowed to discuss the contents of the tape with Elliot, as it is still in evidence, but asked Elliot to come check it out when he comes back home. And the tape got the gears grinding again, because we all know that Elliot is a, a Elliot for this. is so obsessed. It's like He's this so has, obsessed. It literally has nothing to do with him. It's not like he knew any of the kids that went missing. It's not like he yeah. was ever attacked. Like, he's just like... Whatever, Elliot. So, 
Now we're back to Elliot Coast, back home. And we're going to see what that tape is all about. When he went to go see the tapes, um, his the, the cop looked at him and said, I know you're curious, but are you sure you want to do this? And Elliot said, of course I did, or at least thought so. And when he went to go watch the tapes, they're all on VCR because it was, like, old, obviously. So, Mr. Bear Cellar, which is episode 30. Mr. Bear never ceases to disturb me, especially after what happened when I was younger. This episode took place outside in a forest at dusk, making it slightly hard to see, especially considering the quality of the film. The episode started with the camera being held and the pause of Mr. Bear aiming it at himself. That bear mask, it looked more sinister in the shadows of the tree. The unmistakable, muffled voice spoke up. Hello, children. Today I will be doing a wonderful thing for my friends. I will be delivering them to a faraway land where they will surely be happy. Probably with Satan. Yeah. Mr. Bear turned the camera around to show an ATV with an attached trailer, but what stood out the most was the trailer contained seven motionless children lying side by side. This is the- this here is the first load, but more will be on their way soon. Gross. Mr. Bear turned around and pointed the camera at a large Durlap tarp spread on the ground. He picked the tarp up, revealing a large hole- that must have been at least 12 feet deep and maybe about 15 feet wide. The rest of the episode consisted of Mr. Bear taking each kid and dropping them into the <sighs> hole. I asked Wilson, which was the police officer, if they were dead, to which he shook his head and replied, not yet. Is this when he, like, lit the fire? Yeah. Soon all the kids were in the pit. Some were in awkward positions due to being tossed in, but they remained unconscious. The vitamin C will surely help these children on the mm. great journey that awaits them, Mr. Bear mentioned, as he panned the camera towards multiple bottles of gasoline beside a bush. The camera zoomed into the bottles as Mr. Bear hummed before the episode ended, and it was revealed that seven like, those seven kids were 16 of the victims found burnt to a crisp. And the gasoline is what the man playing Mr. Bear used to light them all on fire, obviously. Yeah. And who the like fuck would do that shit? Yeah. The fact that he, like, drugged them all with the juice. Because yeah. I remember you said he put the droplets in earlier. Yeah. And Ellie said that he found dread over him when he realized that he could have been one of those kids. And then Wilson, the cop, explained that he had previously lied and the other tape confiscated by the police did indeed work because there were two. And they said that he couldn't watch one of them because um, the... The tape didn't work? Yeah, sorry. I'm, like, dead. (laughs) But... It contained the filming of the actual burning. Yeah, But felt that he wouldn't be able to handle the disturbing and graphic nature of the episode. Elliot shouldn't even be seeing these anyways. Yeah. So, you listen to this, right? 
It goes, Once upon a time, there lived a boy named Elliot. Elliot was a clever boy who loved playing with his friends. One day, he watched a lovely television show about a bear and his children friends. The children loved helping each other as good children should, but they also loved the bear. The bear loved the children since the children were so good at helping him and the fallen angel. The children and the bear wanted to play together forever with the help of their angel friend. Lucifer. But the fallen angel needed even more help, so the children had to give the ultimate sacrifice. Because that's what friends do, Elliot. They help each other. Help us, Elliot. Burn with us, Elliot. I want you, Elliot. He wants you, Elliot. Come back to my cellar, pretty please, with sugar and icing on top, Mr. B. What the fuck is that? Just a little snippet I found and wanted to add in there because I thought it was creepy. <laughs> is it like a letter? Um, like did he just like randomly an, throw that on his blog? It's like a little like encryption thing. You don't have to keep that in there. I just wanted to read it to you. No. So, Elliot talks about how ever since he posted about reading the like watching the tape and stuff, he's had hundreds of emails and was even in contact with a magazine about the story. But, and it's been, like, another year. But he watched the second tape that was in the possession of the police. What, the one where the children were burning? Yeah. Why? (laughs) Why, Elliot? Like, why does he want to traumatize himself this way? I don't know. He said after weeks... Of playing silent, he decided to ask Wilson if he could view that infamous second tape he had talked about. He said he doesn't know why, he just felt that viewing the tape would give him some closure. And Wilson was obviously reluctant to show him, but he was very persistent, and he gave him an offer. If Elliot was still interested by the time he turned 20, he would show him the tape. Not being able to do much else... He just played the waiting game, and by the time it was Elliot's 20th birthday, he was still interested in viewing the tape. Whoa, 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 wait. The one where the children are burning. Yes. Are we still talking about this case? Yes. And the cop was like, well, once you turn 20, it won't be traumatizing anymore, so you can watch <laughs> it. As if, like, him being I 20 think, is going to make it any less... I think the cop thought that he would if he would wait it out, he would lose interest. I would have said, like, 25. I would have said a really long time, like, in the future. Yeah, but then Elliot wouldn't have agreed. Mm. Whatever. Elliot's annoying as fuck. This cop is probably like, oh my god, just go away. Why do you care? This guy's not even a cop anymore. He's an ex-cop. So, he gave Wilson a call, during which he admitted that he had hoped that Elliot would forget about asking him, but was not taking no for an answer. Because this cop's like, bro, what? Like, what is your beef right now? He said, you really don't need to see it. And he kept telling Elliot, but Elliot said he did need to see it. He had to at that point. He needed to see all the children burn. Wilson invited him to the branch one day and having watched every Saw film, Elliot says... In a video of an animal slaughterhouses in my ethics class, I was sure I would be able to handle whatever the tape could throw at me. How naive I was. So, Mr. Barriseller, episode 31. When Wilson went to collect the tape from the evidence, the officer in charge of the evidence room shook his head at Elliot. 
his face saying, what are you doing? Wilson explained that this tape includes the last episode of Mr. Bear Cellar. The episode opened inside a forest, the usual one from the previous videos. This fact took me a while to realize because it was night, the trees and leaves just looked like shapes dancing around in the darkness. A faint glow of light was present on the right side of the screen. There wasn't any apparent audio. It appeared to be a windy night, yet the trees weren't making any noise. Slowly, the camera began to pan towards the glow, revealing smoke rising from a hole with the tips of flames peeking over the top. Wilson paused at this point. Are you sure you want to see this? He asked. Because he's like, bro, this is about to traumatize you. Yeah. Elliot insisted on it, even though a voice inside his head was telling him not to. Like an like a normal voice should, because I don't know why. He's so desperate to see these children literally be, like, murked, but okay. The video continued, and the cameraman moved towards the hole, showing a pit of fire. This was the hole that Elliot had seen in the previous episode. Only this time, it was filled with shapes, a.k.a. the children. I could see shapes moving around, fluttering, flailing, some motionless. I knew perfectly well what they were. The camera began to adjust to the light and burning flesh. Red, black, a blur of surreal movement and colors. I wish I could forget what I saw, but you can't forget a scene like this. Well, that's literally what Wilson he was trying to He literally tried you. to tell him how many times? Yeah. So, the video suddenly cut to dawn. The camera now positioned further away from the hole. The fire was out, however, there was still smoke rising up. A figure was up ahead, and Elliot recognized it right away. The Mr. Bear suit was laid out on the ground, empty, and it looked just as unnerving. The suit was laid out in the shape of a cross. The cameraman did a lap around the suit, treating it like a treasured artifact. Placed at the head of the suit was a sign in bold red letters, I-N-R-I was printed. The cameraman moved back to the end of the suit, zooming into the bear's face. The episode finally ended. What? So, the bear suit was, like, sprawled out like a cross. And there was a sign like in Jesus? front of it. <laughs> but yet died, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, like, crucified? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like crucified, like my good old friend Jesus Christ. Like your good old friend? Yep. But no, it was laid out <laughs> on the ground. It wasn't like nailed to trees or anything. But was it like in that position? Yeah. Okay, like a scarecrow or Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> Both are comparable yes. to one another? Yeah. And then it had a sign in bold red letters, I-N-R-I. R-N-R-I. I-N-R-I. So, Inri. <laughs> like, Winry, but without the W. <laughs> no, I feel like I've heard, like, that, like, that's definitely some type of, like, Satan thing. That sounds wicked familiar. Really? Yeah. Obviously, Elliot is not okay after seeing this, unless you're a psychopath. Literally. But they told Just him, Just he was like, Elliot's low-key a psychopath. <laughs> Elliot is high-key a psychopath. So, he said it. the video gave him nightmares for weeks and mm-hmm. gave up and didn't care about the whole thing anymore. You shouldn't have cared about the whole thing in the first place. Anyways. I know, right? None of your business. A sick man burned a bunch of kids alive, attracting them with a fake kids TV channel. 
I could have been one of his victims. Oh yet my I'm still god! Here. I suppose I should be grateful, but I feel guilty. Am I still here only by pure luck? Ten months later, I'm back, and now we need to trust something else. So my question is, no, Elliot, you wouldn't have been one of those kids, because if your father knew the address, like, why were none of these kids rescued before? Unless he was picking up, like, hobos. Like, that little boy went to the house and was like, okay, my sister needs to go home, dude. And then the parents were like, both my kids are gone? That's fine. Vacation. That's what I don't understand. That's why I'm like, unless these were, like, a bunch of, like, orphans or, like, hobo kids, I'm like, Elliot's like, that could have been me. And it's like, no, it wouldn't have, because... Because if your dad had dropped you off and then you hadn't come home, he would have just called the police. Elliot has such, like, a complex. Yeah, he does. Kind of reminds me of Kanye. (laughs) Don't even get started on Kanye. People are still emailing Elliot, claiming to be Mr. Bear. And people are asking to get the tapes uploaded. And, A, he can't because they're in police possession as evidence. Yeah. And he also has no idea how to transfer VHS onto a computer. What, is he an idiot? I'm just kidding. I have no (laughs) idea how you would even do that. So, he also said that he's seen a fake Kaladin 21 YouTube channel. He goes, which is cute, but still not real. (laughs) Even more annoying is the fact that someone hacked his account. Just to put up some demented poem about me on this blog, which I read to That's you. That's hilarious, yeah. He said that he's over <laughs> episode 31, and the images of what he saw will stick with him forever, but he wanted to do one last hurrah. How many how, how many last hurrahs is this guy going to have? <laughs> he goes, I will get into contact with Wilson again and hopefully get set up with the tapes and the possessions of the Wilson's Peel like, Police no. branches. Yeah. Wilson doesn't want to talk to him anymore. And so after that update, Elliot didn't update anymore. That was his last Did he get post. murdered? No. I'm just kidding. I would never wish but murder. he will always think, that could have been him just doing oh that. Don't God. worry. So, I know this is kind of a long and slightly boring one because it was a lot of information that you kind of had to follow. And, but if you read up on this creepypasta, because there's a whole, not like a whole website. There, well, they have like communities for website. big creepypastas. Yeah, but I'll post some links and everything of where no, she I found won't. all of I'll this. I'll post the links. Justina will post the links. I won't. I'll just say that I will. But if you really want to read more into this, because I, this was a really long one, so I didn't want to read word for word because it would have been kind of boring. I know I've read a lot off of it, but it's the only way to really kind yeah. of explain most of it. But I really like this creepypasta. And because it's just weird, because I think it also kind of reminds me of Candle Cove because I really like the Candle Cove one. But yeah, the Candle Cove one was fun. This one is more like weird. I think it's because it's like I don't know, Mister Bear and like Satan is involved. Yeah, I guess. But and it's in like a different point of view. So I really like this one, and there's obviously websites that you can look up and like read through the whole like Elliot's blog and 
the creator put so much work into this, and it's fascinating, in my yeah, opinion. He put so much work into making Elliot the most, like, hateable character ever, bro. <laughs> okay. Just Nina's opinion. But you can actually reach out to him, and it's crazy to think about, like, how long ago the story was made, but... It's the first time I ever actually heard a story like this when I first heard about it. Because I think I heard about it, like, a year or two ago. But, like I said, I'm sorry. This is, like, long and really boring. But... No, I didn't think it was boring. If you thought it was boring, then you're rude. And... Why are you here if you think we're boring? We're also in, like, a weird mood. And we can't speak English today. Well, that's just because I've only had one coffee. No, I technically had a large Mary Lou's iced coffee, and then I had a stupid Keurig dumb K-cup coffee. Well, I've been up since three in the morning, so I'm tired. So basically, we're vibing. Yeah, we're vibing. But, like I said, if you want to, Justina, yeah, Justina, Justina will post the links. That's me. And... Please let us know what you want to hear from us so we can give you the content you guys really enjoy. Yeah, we figured... Ow, my shoulder. God, I'm getting old. We figured a creepypasta was like a nice little break because it was uh, pretty heavy last week. Box. Yeah. And this was like a nice middle ground where it was interesting and it we were able to give you guys like a longer episode because our paranormal episodes are normally short because there's only so much you can get out of a ghost thing. Yeah, but our paranormal ones, we're not able to give you guys like super long episodes because unless we like actually go to these places, we can only rely off of like shit that we read on like Reddit and stuff. So the creepypasta was a fun middle ground I enjoyed it. I hate Elliot. I wish Mr. Bear had gotten him, like, at this point. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. I think the best part was my English accent and the dude saying immediately. You basically nailed it. I'm almost positive that's what he sounded like. Um, probably no one understood a word I said of it, though. We'll transcribe it for you guys. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at GhastlyGalsPodcast Or shoot us an email at TheGhastlyGals at gmail.com And We have a Twitter We have a Twitter that I'm pretty sure Still no one is following Gals Ghastly <laughs> Gals, Maybe we'll make like a new Twitter I don't know I don't know either. With the right name Oh and we also have a Patreon And we have a Facebook page yeah, we got a lot of stuff. We're on all of the social media sites. Yeah, so follow us because we're lonely and we want to be friends. We want to interact with you guys. We want to discuss scary things with you. I want you to tell me how much you love my favorite cowboy who eats cherry pies. You know what we should do? We should go like rando nodding at night and record You want it. us to get murdered? <laughs> yes. That's you're, all I you're want asking from to life. get murked, bro. Yes. We'll okay, go- but no baby if we get murdered we'll be reincarnated as in those as era princesses. as princesses <laughs>